Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge Sunshine Tiki Hair. I did not just introduce one of the ladies, and that's because I'm flying solo this week. And that is because I'm throwing this podcast together fairly quickly because I want to make sure that you hear from me before the husband and I head off on an Alaskan cruise. But we had some things to talk about, and we do have some submissions from the ladies. So it's not like they won't be here uh, they'll be here in spirit. Uh, I have a cocktail because that's what we do in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Not a cocktail, actually, a punch. Uh, so thank you for joining me. What am I drinking? It's called Cinnamon Passion Punch. This is actually a recipe that I threw together like eight years ago. And uh, I don't think I have um, dusted it off in a really long time. And uh, the only reason I hadn't done so was I had several apps where I would keep track of my cocktails. And there was one particular app that for um, the last 10 years, actually, literally since the iPhone came out, so 9, 10, whatever years, um, I'd been putting drink recipes into it. And I came across this when somebody said, hey, I need a punch recipe for a party. So... Uh, friends of the Tiki community, James and Krista, it was their four-year-old Kaya's birthday. And uh, James wanted a nice punch to serve to people and help them um, deal with um, all that comes with a four-year-old's birthday party, right? You all understand. And so I said, oh, look, Cinnamon Passion Punch. I haven't made this in a really long time, but I left some notes that uh, it was quite well liked and uh, drinking it again. Uh, I'm remembering just how well-liked it was. It's nice to hear everybody in a room, even at a four-year-old's birthday party, tell you that uh, they really, really liked the goddamn punch. Let me have a sip. Mm. Yeah, it's really lovely. So what's in it is uh, champagne, pineapple juice, lime juice, lemon juice, uh, homemade cinnamon syrup, a cinnamon simple syrup, and something that I have not used in any other drink or punch I've ever made, and that is Alizé Red. Now, it's the original Alizé, uh, which is, you know, sub supposedly, according to, I don't know, maybe if you're in the rap community or something like that, uh, um, it's a, a premium French beverage. But, uh, yeah, it's there's nothing premium about Alizé except uh, sometimes the price. Uh, but 16 ounces of Alizé Red, which is the original passion fruit uh, Alizé. And so it's a it's a tropical tasting punch, and the champagne gives it that effervescence. You can use cheap champagne. You can use Cook's, a nice brute champagne. Even an extra brute would be fine in this, um, and you can use cheap stuff. I wouldn't use champagne that really is going to cost you more than $10 a bottle because um, you're going to throw two bottles into this. But anyway, the full recipe is going to be posted uh, at on the cocktails link. And um, I, I recommend that you, you make this for any gathering you might have where you just want to put some cups in front of a punch bowl and let people do their own thing. It's super simple. Another sip for me. There we go. So... Um, those of you who's uh, listened to the show before, you know that we, we do start with that cocktail. We tell you a little bit about it. Now, we got plenty more show coming here, um, and uh, we are going to listen to some sound clips of Starshine and I visiting the Royal Hawaiian in Laguna Beach. We finally got back after Bamboo Ben's um, refurbishment. The place is looking fabulous, by the way. So we have some voice clips of that. And a couple of other things to squeeze into uh, this episode of the Zen Tiki Lounge. And I want to tell you all something before I get to the mail segment. On the last episode, I actually counted the number of times that I said, um, and I was appalled. I know that a lot of people have those voice ticks and... I try to pause versus umming. I don't know what was going on on last episode. But I ummed over 200 times. 
I almost couldn't listen to myself on the podcast. So I apologize to everybody else if my umming has been picking up lately, and I am being very conscious of it right now, and I'm going to try to squash the umming. It's better to pause than it is to um. All right, let's find the mail sack, and we'll be right back with the rest of this Antiqui Lounge. sack is popping. Well, it's popping because it can't wait. It can't wait to give us this email uh, so that I can answer it uh, and help so many people. It's it's all about helping the Tiki Mail. That's what we do. We read your comments and questions and it's, it's about the helping. This one comes from uh, Sarah and Ben from Oakland and they ask... Hi, Zantiki Lounge. Rory said, and, and so they're referring to Rory Wildsville Man Snyder. He is the host of Circa Caliente, the event formerly known as Mod Palm Springs, uh, and also Tiki Caliente, uh, both at the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs. Uh, but he is the host of the upcoming uh, Circa Caliente. And... Uh, they were saying Rory said to drop you a line for tips on planning my first room party at Circa in October. My hubby and I know how to mix a drink, but really looking for all of the other things that people might not think of. We love you guys. We have been listening to the show for just a little bit now, and we're really starting to like it. Sarah and Ben from Oakland. All right, so I give generally the same tips every time, and that's okay, because every time we give these tips, uh, it you know, people find it helpful. So here they are. Whether you are hosting for the first time or you've hosted before, I'll first tell everybody what is a room crawl? What does it mean to host? It means that you are staying in a room that is at the main hotel that the event is at, which would be the Caliente Tropics, because you need to be in a room that people have access to for the main event. That means you're staying at the hotel and not one of the um, overflow hotels. So first you're going to have a room at the Caliente Tropics. Next, you're going to decide to host. After that, you are going to serve a cocktail. Those are the only three things that really have to happen other than you work with me through social media to, of course, uh, determine what time your room crawl will be as far as, uh, you know, on the crawl. But those three things are the most important. Now, what drink you serve, it can be a tiki drink. But the theme of Circa is 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. So you could whip up a drink that speaks to you from one of those decades. Maybe uh, a drink you really love from the 60s. So if you're going to do something from the 60s, well, I don't recommend you do a pink squirrel because we did that, or a grasshopper, because we did that also because people asked for it, and people realized that when you make those, they weren't great drinks, but they were fun colors. So, but anyway, uh, maybe maybe you do a drink from the 80s, which I don't recommend because there are no good 80s cocktails and at one party that we did, at our totally tacky, tiki 80s dance party, the first one we did, we made better versions of Sex on the Beach and a Blue Hawaiian and such. And, you know, um, there are better ways to make bad drinks, but there's still those drinks. So you are welcome to come up with your own concoction, whatever it might be, or copy a recipe, try it at home and say, this tastes really good, and then just give it a different name. No one has to know. So serve the drink you want to serve. Serve a drink that doesn't use super expensive alcohol because you're going to need to make 80 to 100 of these. Now, technically, you can run out sooner. You are not obligated to serve any number of drinks. You could serve just a dozen drinks if you want to. You'd probably not have a happy group of people uh, since you put up a flyer and advertise, but I, but anyway, 
You do not have to serve any certain number of drinks, but I tell people generally, if you're doing a daytime crawl, shoot for 100. If you're doing one of the evening parties, the ones that are like 10, 11, or midnight, the big ones, you probably want to shoot for 150 drinks that you're going to serve. So you're going to make a drink, and you are going to batch it. You are going to measure the ingredients out as if you were making 20, 30, 40, 60 of the drinks at a time into some type of container, preferably with a pour spout, so that you can batch large amounts of this drink at one time, and then you can just pour it either into cups filled with ice or into a shaker and shake and then strain into multiple cups at a time. You want efficiency. You do not want to be handcrafting a single cocktail one after the other because while they may be better in craft, uh, your line will not be happy. So I don't recommend that you do that. The cups should be no larger than nine ounces. An eight or nine ounce cup is perfect for a room crawl because remember, these people are already drinking and they're gonna be hopping to other rooms and getting other drinks. So it's not like they're coming to your room and you are responsible for making sure that they get a buzz or that they get enough to drink. You are providing essentially a large sample. So don't even consider that it has to be a full-size cocktail. Eight to nine ounces is the largest your cup should be. That cup should be filled with ice unless you are serving a drink up, as in just booze, like you are shaking and serving a martini of some kind and you're not gonna serve it with ice. And in that case, if it's an eight or nine ounce cup, you're only filling it three to four ounces full and you're leaving the rest open and you might put in a twist of lime or lemon or a garnish of some kind or olives or what have you, you're not filling that cup up. You're not going to give uh, people a whole bunch of booze in lieu of ice if you're doing an up drink. Most people do a drink on the rocks and it helps fill the cup. But yes, just like in the food and beverage industry, you're going to fill that cup of Coke or iced tea or whatever it is all the way to the top with ice because it's cheap and it makes your beverage go further. Uh, so we talked about the cup and we've talked about your drink selection and how you get involved next you do want to have some music playing you can literally just have a playlist pre-downloaded and i say pre-downloaded because do not count on having cell reception or the hotel wi-fi being strong enough for you to play music because if you do count on those things i can guarantee you it won't happen so don't do that. So download a playlist so that you have it on your phone or some other device like an iPad or laptop that you can play it directly into the speakers of your choice. And choose music, theme it if you want, or just some bachelor pad or just some mid-century modern classics, some Rat Pack, uh, you can theme it to the drink, you can theme it to room decor if you want, or you can just play some nice lounge standards. You know, do what you want, but have it selected ahead of time. This is stuff you can do two weeks out before the event. You don't have to do it um, that day, and you want to you wanna have it done ahead. Uh, and choose speakers that are going to fill the space, but also cover up the number of people in your room. So if you are just setting up a card table at your door and not having people fill your room and you're just serving your drink at the door, then you just need some kind of little music in the background and you probably don't need very big speakers. A portable speaker would be just fine. If you are having people come in your room and you are serving inside the room, understand that they're all going to be talking and now you need larger speakers or a larger speaker that will, when turned up, won't bottom out on the bass and it won't sound terrible or it won't sound like this whiny little wasp in the background. So just consider that because the things that really make a nice room crawl or room party are the cocktail and then just a touch of ambiance and music does that really well. All right, so decor-wise... Go as big 
or as little as you want. You don't have to decorate. You do not. If you do, again, a theme is nice because it helps you decide how you're going to decorate. Remember, this event, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, you've got a wide four decades there to really work with. The Zantiki Lounge is doing the totally tacky, tiki 80s dance party too, so you can imagine that we'll be decorating with some tacky tikis and some 80s kitsch. Uh, so just choose again your decor ahead of time and get things that pack flat. So flat things that go on walls are good, like paper, like decorations that are flat, like decorations that fold up and out. That uh, cray paper is great, by the way, because, you know, it, 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 you can do a lot of things with it, and it doesn't take up much space in your luggage. You can also use um, lighting to your benefit. So if you're doing an evening room party where the sun will already be down, uh, some nice lighting where you keep the room as dim as possible, and you use some colored lighting. LED lights now are amazing. They're super cheap on Amazon. You, uh, I wouldn't go to a party store because party stores will charge you five times as much as Amazon for the same uh, neon LED lighting, such things like that. So Amazon for party lighting is really the place to go. And then you can choose to um, turn off all the normal lights in your hotel room and replace the bulbs with uh, whatever color you want to. They have lights that strobe and fade and do all kinds of things. So consider lighting, but again, that's not necessary either. You could just leave on the ugly white lights that come with your room. And then, how about a room poster or flyer? So you could just go on Microsoft Word and say, blah, 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 room party, this room number, this time, that's fine. You don't actually even have to do a room poster because as the Zenti Lounge, we coordinate the room crawl. We will put up one main flyer that has the time and room number of all of the rooms on the crawl because there's always a crawl host and that's us at the Zentiki Lounge. So those are the basics. And I'm actually, oh, and then last but not least, put out a freaking tip jar and put like a $5 bill and a $1 bill in it so that the first people who come to your room see that you've already been tipped and you are going to get people who don't tip don't scoff too much at them they're rude they're terrible people just get over it no it's going to happen they are going to come and have your free drink and they are not going to tip but you know what karma will get them they will pay one way or another good punch. So Sarah and Ben from Oakland, that was one of the longest email answers that I have ever given. And but I tend to do that when the question is about hosting a room crawl. Last but not least, again, there is going to be a crawl host and they will want you to have coordinated with them either through email or social media ahead of time so that uh, there's an agreed upon time slot you're added to the master list and all that kind of stuff and you do have to be at most of these events you do have to be a paid attendee of the event with either a wristband or a lanyard or something like that to attend and hop from room to room and enjoy these lovely free drinks where people invite you into the room through their own hospitality and again, don't just put a tip jar out if you're hosting, but tip if you're crawling and having a drink. Tip, tip, tip. Good tippers are always welcome. Just a tip. Okay, so that's the email that we're going to do this week because that was, that was a big answer. If you want to send comments to us, send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. We love your comments and questions. The music that you've been hearing so far today has been one of those iTunes playlists that I know a lot of people use. Amazon has playlists, Spotify, lots of different ways that you can just put on a playlist. And we've been listening to the Stereophonic Bachelor Pad playlist. It's got Esquivel and lots of other great stuff. There's Moog Rock on here, if you love some Moog. What we're hearing right now is uh, Emil Richards the song is called Stones. But don't discount those playlists. And you can also actually just use one of these at your room crawl if you're going to host, except 
you can't always download these. So, um, yeah, you, if you don't have Wi-Fi, you might be out of luck. Anywho, let's get to the rest of the show. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to play uh, the first um, comment from Starshine and I. This is from the Royal Hawaiian. So I have a couple of sound clips, as I had mentioned earlier, that I'm going to play and then I'll discuss it a little bit. But we went to the Royal Hawaiian and we visited again after a poor experience about a year and a half ago. We have revisited, really enjoyed ourselves. And here comes the first clip from that trip. Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. What can I do for you? Well, you know, I thought since we were at the Royal Hawaiian and we are giving them another try after, I mean, Bamboo Ben has clearly, clearly thrown a lot of work into the decor and the atmosphere here. I mean, I don't think I've been here for eight years. You haven't been here for a few years, and I was here just a year ago when they had um, changed ownership and reopened. It looks totally different. Um, It's nice. It does. It feels... The layout's still the same. It feels like a real fake tiki it paradise like, like it should fake right tiki, yes we like. well i don't and i don't mean fake tiki but i mean like it feels tiki. like a real faux paradise yes, right I yeah agree. i like it anyway. um so what drink did you order it was the diablo real the el diablo yeah. and that is a mezcal tequila, tequila tiki drink tequila mezcal it said it had jalapenos in it and i don't remember what else but it's pretty smoky and sour so that's right up your alley yes i like it and um and i am having the um eastern sour which is known for being sour so starshine and i we both like sour drinks yes. kailani and pumpkin would not drink either of these, these. Are well yeah um but these are very tasty sour drinks so if you if you like a sour drink if you like a sour drink um they do have several on the menu here at the royal hawaiian in laguna and not a bad um, price reasonable yeah, mm-hmm. um, we're here at brunch time, and uh, I, let me one more sip. Okay, you take another mm. sip, and then maybe we'll try um, Blondie's over there, but she's not drinking it at all. Well, she ordered the Pulu Dala, mm-hmm. which, as um, our server explained to us, is their version of a painkiller. Yeah. And the painkiller name is trademarked, so they couldn't call it that. Okay, I see. Um, but here, let's just take her drink. Yeah, she's, she's not, not even, even looking. Noticing. Yeah, and we'll just take it. Drink half you, of it. you try that. That's nice too. Oh, mm-hmm. it's not an overly sweet painkiller. No wonder See, she's not drinking it. Normally, I don't order painkillers because it's too much coconut yeah. cream and yeah. it's overly sweet. Um, that explains why Blondie's not drinking it. Yeah, it's sour. That's, that's true. It's a, it's a well balanced <laughs> yeah. drink. It's not a cruise ship yeah, nightmare, exactly, so that's yeah. why she's not devouring it. Um, we'll get her a sweeter drink on the next try. Um, so I, I could absolutely see us coming back, but now we've ordered food and we'll see mm-hmm. what that's like. We'll give that a review. And we're going to have at least Maybe one we'll more drink. Senator being grumpy over here, he can give us a review of his food. Senator, would you like to say something to the audience because they all love hearing from you? Tell us how the non alcoholic no. drink is. Senator, come on, something for our listeners? No. <laughs> well, well he he's having something. a good time as yeah. usual. He took some pictures, so he's okay. The little senator um, has been um, has a growing audience. Yeah. Uh, he's he's enamored by social media right now. Little senator, can you tell us how your punch was? It's good. Your punch is good? Yes, it was very good. What's it taste like? Punch. <laughs> he's as verbal he's as a, the senator is. He's a boy of many words. Yes. Okay, we'll we'll be back. Yes. Well, now the memories are flying back. Uh, we recorded that. Uh, let's see. That was two weeks ago, and Starshine and I were there along with the party. Well, we had a party of ten, dining at the Royal Hawaiian, and the nice thing is they have. Uh, they have tables that seat six and then immediately on the other side of a wall, but the wall is low. So you can see the party right on the other side. There's not a divider between. So you can actually seat 10 to 12 people as if it were one long sort of banquet table, but it's two large booths. And everyone can see each other down the row, which and they have several of these rows, which is really nice. So they have the ability to seat several large parties of 10 to 12, which is something that a lot of restaurants don't necessarily have. So it's just kind of a happenstance. Well, maybe they did that on purpose. I don't know. But okay, so we mentioned that the decor was really stepped up and Bamboo Ben worked a lot 
he put so much into the Royal Hawaiian. So essentially, he had a lot of white walls to cover up. He had a lot of boringness to make sure never saw the light of day again. And so the choice of wallpapers and thatch and rattan and bamboo, it's just, uh, it's, it's seamless. And it's a really, really nice visual experience that goes along with an outstanding tiki drink. And as we mentioned, Starshine and I, we tried sour drinks and they have four really good sour drinks on the menu. That is not what a lot of people think of a tiki drink, but I think a tiki drink is strong. That's what I think a tiki drink is. And it takes me away, both in inebriation and flavor. So they've got that. Now, we tried probably 16 different drinks, I think, because we were all sipping each other's cocktails and there was 10 of us, except, of course, for the senator and the little senator who don't drink. But really, really, really nice, well-made drinks. Each garnish was unique to the drink that it came with, as it should be. So, okay, we've talked about that before on the podcast, that a proper tiki establishment has, with each cocktail, its own garnish. You don't just put a cherry and orange on everything. You don't just put a pineapple and umbrella on everything. No, that's shenanigans. Each drink has its own garnish. All right, you don't have to do that. But the best places do. On top of that, most drinks will have a particular glass that they come in. So whether it's a a snifter or a pilsner or a zombie or one of the various other cocktail glasses... Uh, a drink, you choose a, the vessel, you choose the garnish, you choose the drink, you choose the, even the kind of ice. Is it crushed? Is it cubed? Is it cracked? So they really, they, they did all of that at the Royal Hawaiian, and so I was really impressed with that. And then the service also was really nice. So I want to, um, before, before we play another excerpt from our visit to the Royal Hawaiian, I am going to play some Les Baxter for you, and that's because we have been listening to a playlist on iTunes that was inspired by Les Baxter, and I'm going to pick something random from my Les Baxter catalog, which is quite large, and I'm going to play you two songs from Les Baxter, and then right after that, you're going to hear part two of our moment at the Royal Hawaiian, and I'll be right back with you after that. Thank you. 
Aloha, Starshine. Oh, sorry. Aloha, Sunshine. Um, so, so we're now um, we're now a, a drink and a half in. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking uh, hibiscuses or whatever she named her name. No, no, no. That's the tropical itch. No, no. I'm drinking her drink though. Didn't she name? Oh, that. Arlo changed her name to hibiscus. Yes. Yes, she yes, did. Her drink. Um, and I am enjoying the Lapu Lapu, which yes. is the drink since uh, 1947 has been on the menu here at the Royal Hawaiian. It's a kick, it, kick you in the balls, tiki mm. drink. Yeah, your typical. It's good. Well, I mean, it, it does come. It does come in a a nice uh, brandy snifter. Mm -hmm. Everyone it's needs a, a drink. With a it's bit a large sugar. tropical drink. You should hold it from the bottom. Support it. Support uh, it. And uh, so we've had, um, I, I mean, amongst the table, I think we've tried over a dozen of the drinks mm, on the menu at this point. They're all good. So if you like sour drinks, they got it. Yeah. Eat non-alcoholic drinks, we got those. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. the little senator. For the little senator. And they have um, some really nice sweet drinks and the typical tiki drinks that yes. you might expect. And then, um, and we all had kind of, we all had some brunch food. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, the, the cheese on my spinach frittata was really nice. Yes. And then I need a little toast to soak up the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, maybe some more toast. But so I just wanted to say something else about the decor because, like, we're sitting in the lobby right now, and they have a nice um, seating area here, and um, they've created a couple small seating areas that are great for photos. Yes, yeah, as, photo ops definitely. As you'll see with yeah, this yeah, podcast recording, right? Um, it's like date night here for us, <laughs> even though it's uh, even though our, noon. Our spouses are here, but yes, we're not taking right. pictures. But with they them. don't get to take pictures with us, yes. Uh, and uh, so they have really nice seating areas, and then just bamboo, bamboo, rattan, thatch. Um, yeah, you'd want to sit here really all pretty. afternoon. Yeah, uh, yeah I, that's great. I would love to sit here and just um, see what whatever tiki people might come through the yes, door. And whatever tiki drinks they might bring us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I agree. So I'm really enjoying um, what Bamboo Ben has done to the Royal Hawaiian and uh, the service that we're getting. Wendy is our server today, yes, and she has been fabulous. Good. Yes. Uh, very attentive. And I'm going to say that despite my last experience here, that um, I think I can fully recommend the Royal Hawaiian. Yeah, what, what happened to your last experience? Uh, we just, you know, it was like bro, mm -hmm. it was like bro night, and uh, there were some drink specials, and um, they had just literally reopened after being closed, yeah. and so I'll give anybody that benefit of the doubt. Um, so they've redeemed themselves. But this is a Saturday afternoon. And, and it's lazy, and it's nice, yeah. Having a really good time. Yeah, um, drinks are good. So if you want to experience something in the Southern California area and you would like it to be a tiki mainstay that's been around for decades, yeah, check it uh, out. try the Royal Hawaiian. It's on PCH in Laguna Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, many of you already know this and it may just be that place you haven't gotten to yet. Yes. But you should check it come. Out. And then you can literally go right out the door, make a right, mm -hmm. make another quick right, and head down the staircase to the beach. Yes, don't fall down the staircase. And you can walk around a little bit and sober up on Laguna Beach, yes. one of the most uh, photographed beaches in the yes, world. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, no waves really, but that's okay. No, it's not yeah. for surfing. No, no but it, it is a beautiful. great. It's a great wading beach, and it's a great, uh, great place for photos and just kind of put a towel down and enjoy. So come to the Royal Hawaiian and then um, stumble down to the beach. Yes, yeah, have fun. Cheers. Cheers. No, wait, wait, it didn't we need to get a clink. There it oh. <laughs> well, that was another nice recollection from the Royal Hawaiian. I want to make special note of something that Starshine and I talked about there in that segment, and that was that there are a couple little um, picture areas, and, and probably not designed to do this, but I think they were designing a lobby, and in doing so, they put a couple of the uh, high-back birdcage chairs and a couple of other things in the lobby area. And they're so, there's kind of these little places where there are some great photo opportunities for couples. So you'll see pictures on this post, episode 386 of the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. And you'll kind of see that because Tarshan and I sat in both of those areas. There's actually, there's actually three of these areas, actually. Anyway, so... More fun times at the Royal Hawaiian, and uh, well, the music we heard there, that was Esquivel, and we heard Jungle Flower and Acapulco. I know uh, people don't like it when I don't mention the name of the track, so in that order it was Jungle Fever. No, sorry, Jungle Flower. <laughs> it was not Jungle Fever. That's something else. Uh, that's a movie I've seen, allegedly. And uh, Jungle Flower and Acapulco, just in case 
you wanted to look those up. I do have uh, one other thing here on the list of things on, on my iPhone. I'm always keeping a list of things that pop up here and there that I might need to discuss on the podcast. And one of those is uh, Tony or Anthony from the Diamond Lounge at Harrah's Southern California, uh, the resort. Now, they're now calling themselves Funner. It's this campaign they have going on and none other than Mr. Baywatch himself, the Hoff, David Hasselhoff, is kind of one of their spokespeople and he's in a lot of the ads. But, uh, you know, it's just north, or yeah, right? Just north of San Diego. It's a Harrah's property, which is part of the Caesars Casino empire and uh, I, I go there at least every 45 days or so and uh, Tony is often in the Diamond Lounge he's a bartender there always takes great care of me he knows you when you walk in even though it may have been two months since you've been there or longer sometimes and that's one of the great things I love about a good bartender is that they remember you, even by name, and uh, he remembers where I work, he remembers the podcast, he remembers things that we've discussed previously. So, uh, Anthony, a shout out to you here on the Zen Tiki Lounge. It was nice seeing you again, as always, and thank you for taking care of my drinking needs, even when I'm ordering happy hour wine. Because, I, you know, listeners, I, I, I can be a drinker of economics sometimes. And in the Diamond Lounge, they have happy hour wine. And uh, it's a pretty decent wine for $3 a glass. I'm going to have some more of my cinnamon passion punch, though. Ah, So cheers to Anthony. Okay, so uh, let's do another segment here of that... Uh, trip we did to the Royal Hawaiian. We're getting towards the end of the show here. Two more things I want to discuss before we run out of time. Uh, here's Starshine and I again at the Royal Hawaiian. Starshine, I don't normally say this, but I want you to have a really good suck of my drink because I'm pretty tipsy. It is very good. I'll drink most of it. Okay, take a big suck. Mm, big suck, big suck, big suck. You're going to need to put some drinking sounds in there because that was pretty quiet. I think we have some pre-recorded drinking sounds. I think we can do that. But how is it? It's good. It's a tasty, tasty drink. I would drink it every day. Lapu lapu. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Mm-hmm. That's very good. That was better drinking sounds. Yes. Thank you. Yes. The husband is doing... Oh, no. <laughs> okay, girls. So um, we had a really great time at the Royal Hawaiian, right? Yeah. 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 And then how about the wait for coffee at Earth Cafe? Only uh, for a regular tasting coffee. I mean, the place is really busy and it looks super bougie. Um, <laughs> Hipster and joint. Lots of hipsters. Yeah, they have bacon-infused water. Delish. Maybe we'll try the place next to it next time. There's no line there. Yeah, we'll go to the place next door yeah. that is a... Um, they sell wind chimes and coffee. That probably would have been less of a wait. Yes. How long did you wait for your Americano? 40 minutes. <laughs> that's people, that's not an exaggeration. So, Earth Cafe across from the Royal Hawaiian. Yay! All right, well, we'll catch everybody later. Bye. Okay, so I squeezed the last two uh, audio segments there uh, in, into one. Um, before I comment on the audio, uh, this reminds me that on social media, I believe it was, it was Twitter. Yeah? I don't know. Somebody asked. Why do you guys play the gong all the time on the show? And, you know, I don't have a better answer for that other than I often need something to break up segments, right? And I'm not going to play some blah, 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 or I'm not just going to bleed two things into each other. You need an obvious chapter marker. And we also use those as chapter markers. So if you happen to be on a smart device, you can pull up the chapter markers on your device and you can skip ahead. So if you want to skip to just a, a song and see like, oh, it's Esquivel and it's Acapulco, you can just touch that on your chapter list and it'll go right to it. 
Or maybe you want to hear, you want to, there are people who do this, by the way. They, they listen to the intro and they skip the mail. They don't care for it. And then they just go to the, other, the rest of the show. And you can do that by using the chapter markers on your smart device, your smartphone, your Android, your iPhone, your whatever it is. If you hit the play button on the podcast webpage at zentigelounge.com, you can't do any of that because there's just one play button and there's no list, no chapter markers. So the gongs help me remember where chapters start and begin and they go along with the kitsch of all that is Tiki and Tiki-esque and the exotic cultures that we all imagine in our minds, uh, especially especially uh, Tiki and Asian influences and uh, Hispanic cultures. And, you know, at one time, Tiki bars encapsulated anything that was exotic to an American. And that was essentially anything outside of the contiguous 48 states. Because Americans, except our war vets, had not really traveled. We weren't a well-traveled people. And so when we saw other foods and cultures and drinks and tastes and flavors and decors and tropical vistas, we were just all amazed. And that is where our tiki bars Polynesian palaces and exotic faux destinations come from is those memories and people talking about those places. There are books written, written, written about it. Sven Kirsten, of course, is uh, the gentleman that you really want to look up and get the book of Tiki or others where you can really, really, really get into uh, the history and somebody who knows about it has researched it and he's lived it actually so anyway anywho there's a uh, one or two other things here that we need to discuss so let me get back to my list i don't even actually there's something on here that i don't even know why it's on there so i'm not going to talk about it but one thing i do have to talk about is itunes reviews so as a podcast we are on the itunes podcast page and if you go to itunes and search for zen tiki lounge the zen tiki lounge will come up and you can subscribe. That's what we want you to do, is subscribe, either on iTunes through your iPhone, or if you're on Android or another phone, you go to zentikilounge.com, and we have a link there for subscribe. You click on that, and then you subscribe so that all the podcasts are downloaded to your phone as they come out, so that way you never miss an episode. That's also how we get credit for the number of listeners we have which leads to good things, right? So we we do want you to subscribe versus just going to zentikilounge.com and hitting the play button. Because when you do that, we don't always get credit for your listenership, and that's sad. It's just sad. It makes me sad. It makes the rum on my shelf sad. All 87 kinds of rum get sad when you hit the play button and you haven't subscribed. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't have a smartphone and you don't have a way to subscribe, we're less sad, but we're still sad. Just saying. Rum rum gets sad. Uh, it doesn't get drank. And if it doesn't have its podcast subscribed to, it gets sad. Um, one other thing. And then we're going to finish up the show with a little bit more music. And I appreciate that you have all dropped by for this episode of the Zen Tiki Lounge Podcast, and you're dealing with me, uh, sans the ladies. They're wonderful, but they can't always be here. So we'll just finish off by talking a little bit about uh, Circa Caliente, which, as I mentioned in the mail segment where I was telling people uh, about how to host a room party, Circa, as in near, C-I-R-C-A, Caliente as in hot, Near hot, well, that's kind of a, an ode to a lot of things. As in near to, well, it's the, four, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s is what Rory is shooting for there, meaning uh, it's a wide swath of decades that we are celebrating the fun of. Uh, I don't think we need to really celebrate the 90s. It's, it's too recent. And I, don't, I don't like the flannel 
so much flannel and plaid, so much, so much. We don't, we don't, we don't need to do that yet. So focus on the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. That is what the weekend is about. It is a weekend-long event that I think that you're going to want to be a part of. As of recording this episode, and as of it posting, I'm going to tell you that there are only nine rooms left at the host hotel, the Caliente Tropics. So that means that if you want to attend the event, there's still plenty of room for you, but if you don't go to circacaliente.com right now and book your room, you will likely not be able to get a room at the main hotel, but you will still be able to book at one of the overflow hotels and you'll get a wristband for the event, which means you have access to the host hotel pool, all of the room crawls and room parties, all of the bands and live music, to the sales of gifts, kitsch, galore, and a lot more fun that hasn't even been announced yet. So uh, a little bit about what you're going to have at the event. You're going to have live music Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Reason enough to attend many events. The Hula Girls are going to be there, and they haven't been in a while, and I love the Hula Girls. Tiki Tronic is back, by the way, and those are just the two bands I'm going to talk about right now, and there's many others. We have a super cool mug, as all events have a mug, and the mug is super cool. Rory has showed me the proofs of it. He showed me the clay model and I can't tell you what it looks like because he has not released that to the public as of me recording this podcast but it has something very special on it that is a kind of it's a throwback it's a um it's a nod to something else and I picked up on it when I saw it and I thought it was really cool and Rory confirmed it but I, I can't tell you you're just gonna have to hang on but again, you can go to circacaliente.com. You can book your room now and or your wristband because maybe you have a friend who has a place in Palm Springs and you're going to stay there. Then all you need is a wristband. And then you tell your friends, hey, guys, you got to get a wristband too because you got to have a wristband if you're going to the vent. And if you have a wristband, you can do all the stuff, right? So get your wristband. Well, uh, anyway, so it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I didn't even mention the dates. What kind of a horrible person am I? Circa Caliente is October 19th through 22nd. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. You can book Sunday night and stay a fourth night if you like and take it all the way to the 23rd. But it's four wonderful nights of fun. I really recommend it. The crew of the Zen Tiki Lounge will be there. We'll be hosting parties and it's a great, great time. So circacaliente.com. You can also find Circa Caliente on Facebook and Instagram as well. And I do want to point out one last thing about the event. The Reef is the tiki bar on property that overlooks the pool area. And Rory Snyder is now the proprietor of that bar. And they have a really nice assortment of food to offer you to keep you from going hungry and to keep some food in your stomach while you're drinking. And they have some great drinks and there'll be a lot of live music in that bar in addition to the main stage of the event. So uh, just a lot of great reasons. And it's Palm Springs. The weather's going to be lovely in October. There's a casino in town. There are natural wonders such as a mountain and a tramway you can go up to 9,000 feet and get a view. Botanical gardens, antiques, art, people watching, gay bars. There's this is Palm Springs. This is everything. Okay, so I'm going to finish off the show by telling you about something I love, and that is TikiBarTshirtClub.com. If you want a nice soft cotton t-shirt with a wonderful logo of an extinct tiki bar, restaurant, hotel, or Polynesian palace right here on your chest, whether you're a gentleman or a lady. Nice soft cotton t-shirt, really nice designs, and each month you get a different one. You can subscribe for three, six, nine, 12 months, for example, 
They'll be delivered right to your door. Super great deal. We wear them here on the podcast. We wear them when we go out and about. People generally point at those and say, hey, that's a really cool shirt. Always gives you an opportunity to talk to people about it. But you can buy just a single shirt as well at tikibartshirtclub.com. They are on Instagram. They are on Facebook. You can interact with them and post pictures of you wearing their shirts, which they love, by the way. You can see many pictures of Starshine, Kehlani, Pumpkin, and I wearing the shirts. We really do wear the product, tikibartshirtclub.com. And by the way, it makes a great gift for somebody if you want to get them a several-month subscription to the club and have the shirts delivered to their home, you can do that. The first one can be a surprise, and then they'll get however many more that you have subscribed for them, and it's just a super cool gift. So whether it's for yourself or it's a gift for somebody else, Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club.com, soft cotton tees with cool Tiki Bar logos, and last but not least, each one comes with a little story of the shirt design. So you get to find out a little bit about that hotel or bar or restaurant, what have you, that is no longer with us. Because that's what they do. It's like Tiki Bar Archaeology. They tell us about places that are no longer with us. And it's a nice way to remember and to celebrate um, some of those designs and logos that some of us might remember or you may have never seen before. TikiBarTshirtClub.com. All right. That's the show. I want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. I am now going to half commit to something that I've never done before. And uh, as I mentioned before, the husband and I are going on an Alaskan cruise. And I'm thinking I might because we're not far enough away from land for the casino on the ship to be open as much as some cruises. I think I'm going to find the time to do a podcast while we're on the ship. I have played with doing a podcast via the iPad before. So the sound quality is going to be different, by the way, but it should be good. And it won't be the the studio quality that you're used to with the nice mics, but it should be good. I think you're going to enjoy it. And I'm going to have a lot to talk about, about the bars and things that we visit while we were out and about in both Canada and Alaska. Yeah, there are tiki bars out there and bars that just serve tiki drinks and just other fun things that I think you might enjoy hearing about while we are on our Alaskan cruise. So I'm going to try and record a couple of segments throughout the duration of the cruise and then put it together towards the end. And then because we're always within cell range and and Wi-Fi on the ship, I should be able to send it while we're out there. So we'll see if that really happens. That's my goal anyway. And I want to, uh, you know, I just want to keep chatting with all of you out there in listener land. And thank you for listening to us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Don't forget to go to our webpage, zentikilounge.com. Find one of our cocktail recipes, mix it up for friends and family, and pretend it's your own. You never have to admit that you got it from somewhere else. That's it. So thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. And until next time, mahalo. Six to nine, I'll sing you a song if you got the time. Here I am, as the sun goes down. Meet me and the girl laying on the ground, underneath the Kiawei tree till dawn. She sang to me.
Shaking that grass skirt all over town, yeah, driving around in a Cadillac with the leopard print seats and the big white back. Two-timing girl as far as I can see. She sang to me, 